Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you very, very much for being here today. I want to thank in a special way the men from my parish, St. John Newman in Sunbury, which is the host parish for the men's conference this year. They're the gentlemen who are volunteering in the different roles, ushering, parking, and so forth. So let's give them a round of applause and thank them. I'm very proud of you guys. Very proud of you. Thank Matt Palmer, a wonderful MC, and those in the leadership team on the uh, men's ministry for the Diocese of Columbus. They've put a lot of hard work behind the scenes to make this day possible, so we're very grateful uh, to them as well. My dear brothers, we come together today to fall more in love with Jesus Christ, to be strengthened as his disciples. For God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son so that we may have life. Jesus laid down his life for us. And so we are called Christian followers of Christ. And we are called to go out into the world to lead others to him. We need you. This is the reason for which we come together today. It is all about Jesus Christ. I wish to share with you uh, an image that Father John Ricardo uses, and you'll hear from him, by the way, later on today in a short video message, but it's a very powerful image of who our God is, of who Jesus is. You know, we see, unfortunately, war return to Europe, and we need to pray for the Ukrainian people for peace, to reign in the hearts of all. But I I want to take you back to another time of war in Europe. And I want you and I to imagine that we are not American, but we are French. And the date is June 7th, 1944. And for four years, our country has been under the rule of a horrendous dictator. We are depressed. We have lost hope. Day by day we strive to get enough food for ourselves, for our wives and kids. We have lost hope. Until that day, June 7th, and we look at the headlines on the paper there and It says, invasion, allies, land in Normandy, Nazi seawall breached. Now, how would we react to that? Would we just say, oh, ho-hum, let me get to the sports section? Or that at that moment, we're in total shock, and, and at that moment, we experience warmth in our hearts again that Once again, we have hope. We have hope that we can be free, liberated. And we look at the pictures on the paper and we see these brave men who are landing on those beaches to fight, 
who are willing, we've never even met them, but they're willing to lay down their lives for me. They think that we are worth fighting for to free us. We're moved tremendously by that love, that willingness to sacrifice. So once again, we have hope. My dear brothers, this is precisely the reason for which God sent his son, Jesus Christ, into the world. Yes, we somehow have reversed the miracle of Cana with Jesus. You know, instead of changing the water into wine, which I wish I had that power, you know what I mean? Or at least water into bourbon. But anyway. <laughs> but we've changed water or wine into water. We've reversed it. We've made Jesus, in a sense, kind of, well, he was just a nice guy. You know, he taught kindness and just a wonderful teacher. Well, he was all those things, but he was much more. The reason which God became man, the reason Jesus came was to die for us, to lay down his life for you and for me. He died on a cross to save us. He thought we were worth fighting for, to free us from a dictator infinitely worse than Adolf Hitler even, to free us from a dictatorship of Satan, to free us from sin, to free us from death. Jesus came to suffer and die for us. He got nothing out of it. God has everything he needs. And he didn't have to do it this way, but he chose to lay down his life to show us who he was. For God is love. To show us how to live our lives. And then we then come to the heart of masculinity, of being a true disciple of Jesus. And that is the cross. That is a willingness to lay down our lives for those around us every day. Jesus says, take up your cross. Do not live for yourself, gentlemen. That's easy to do. We are not called to become a Homer Simpson. You know, they portray men, stupid, lazy. We are called to be brave, courageous, selfless, loving. That's true masculinity. To lay down our lives for our wives, for our children. To live every day for them to say, how can I live for you today? How can I protect you? How can I guide you? How can I help lead you into sainthood? And you know how you can? By falling in love with Jesus Christ. He will give you the grace to live out that life of selfless love for those around you. Like those men who landed on the beaches of Normandy, willing to lay down their lives to free Europe. What bravery. What love. And so we are called then to take up our cross. You know you're called to be soldiers of Jesus Christ, right? You're called to be soldiers. And you remember, some of you may remember, the old confirmation, right? You would come up to the bishop for confirmation. And what would the bishop do to you? Slap. So I want Father Wilson to come up here. We're going to reenact that. No? Okay. 
I was really looking forward to that. Now, why did the bishop do that? Because he's saying, be strong. Be a soldier. And we need you to be soldiers for Jesus in a hurting world. We need your voice in this world. And there's some great witnesses of this. I have to tell you just quickly a story. Father Stanley Rother. He was from a small town in Oklahoma. Dawson priest who went to Guatemala in the 1970s to serve the poorest of the poor. And he loved it. He learned their language. He translated the Bible into the language. He taught them how to farm. He loved his flock for he was their shepherd. He loved them with his whole heart. Unfortunately, the Guatemalan government didn't. And they began to assassinate people who were speaking out against the injustices they were committing. And Father Rother was on their list to be killed, to be martyred. And so his bishop called him back to Oklahoma. But he felt a hole in his heart. He was called to give his life for his people. And he was fleeing. And he said to his bishop, he said, Bishop, a shepherd does not run at the first sign of danger. So he returned to Guatemala knowing very well that he could be martyred, but he had to shepherd his people to give his life for them. And on July 28, 1981, men broke into the rectory and they shot him dead. The first martyr born of these United States, blessed Stanley Rother, and a hero of mine. He laid down his life For those around him, those under his care, gentlemen, you must do the same. Be a man. Jose Sanchez del Rio, Mexico, 20th century. You know, in 1917, an anti-Catholic government came into power. Priests weren't allowed to wear their clerical garb. People had to worship underground, essentially. And so a movement rose up, the Cristero movement, soldiers of Jesus. They began to fight for the religious liberty, the freedom to worship, to receive Jesus, to be with Jesus. And there was a 14-year-old boy, Jose Sanchez del Rio, who became part of this movement. He did logistics, he delivered messages. Well, he was caught by the Mexican forces. You know what they did to this boy? It's sick. They tortured him. And they said, deny Jesus as your king. 14-year-old boy. And he said, viva Cristo Rey. Long live Christ the king. Deny Jesus. So that he, he refused to deny Jesus. So what they did was they cut the bottom of his feet. They lacerated his feet. And they made him walk. For miles. And they brought him to this cemetery. And they had dug a grave there for him. They brought him before and they said, that's your grave. Unless you deny Jesus now. And he said, Viva Cristo Rey. Deny Jesus. Stabbed him. Viva Cristo Rey. They shot him. Viva Cristo Rey. Finally, they shot him dead. Last words were, Long live Christ the King. A 14-year-old boy, gentlemen. Gave his life for Jesus. See, that is what it means to be a man. To give your life 
over to Jesus Christ. What a beautiful witness it is that we have in our saints. You are called to be a saint. And don't buy the lie that you cannot become a saint. Unite your heart to Jesus. The world needs brave men. It needs soldiers. You were not made to fit in. You were born to stand out in the world. Give your life to Jesus. And how do we do that? It's supernatural. We can't do that on our own power. We have to let Christ Jesus into our lives in a profound way to love us, to strengthen us, to transform us. By his grace, we can become saints. Anything else is absolute abject failure. Praised be Jesus Christ now and forever. Amen. Amen. Gentlemen, let's pray. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we ask for your grace today, your divine life, that we may be strengthened as your disciples, as your soldiers, to protect those around us, to bring those around us into a deeper love for your Son, Jesus, that we may be proud that we are called Christian, disciples of your Son. Let us every day receive your grace that we may lay down our lives for our wives, for our children, for those around us, that we may one day be called saint. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Now I'm to introduce to you a brother of mine, not a biological brother, but a spiritual one, Father Jonathan Wilson. He is a dear friend of mine, a good and holy priest. I can't believe I'm saying this about him. But uh, <laughs> Father Wilson's from St. Paul's in Westerville. I'm from St. John, just north in Sunbury. We have a bet. Whoever had the most men won from their parish. I don't know where we are in that. Whoever lost has to buy the other guy a big, juicy steak. So Father Wilson... Get your wallet out, brother. (laughs) Come on up here, brother.